Welcome to the Four Dimensions Podcast with Caroline Blackley, a podcast for teachers by teachers. Our goal is to ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for teaching, and encourage a robust conversation around education. No need to put your hand up. Join the conversation as Caroline steers us through a series of topics relevant to your classroom. Today, I want to talk about the difference in proactive and reactive. Now, seems a fairly straightforward concept when we're talking about classrooms and behaviour management. But one of the things I think are really essential for us to recognise as teachers, reactive is about classroom management per se, whereas proactive teacher interactions are about organisation and teacher behaviours that are likely to prevent the need for classroom behaviour management. So when we talk about four dimensions, and remember our four dimensions are expect, reinforce, redirect and follow through, and we apply a beautiful little three-step process to them, ERR, expect, reinforce, reduce the public interactions around behaviour. And the purpose of this is we want to create productive teaching and learning environments. So for a productive teaching and learning environment, we need to see an increase in proactive teacher skills and a reduction in reactive teacher skills. So as I said, reactive classroom management refers to ways in which teachers respond, that is after the student has done something inappropriate, how we respond to student misbehaviour. Often this fits into a loop where we have such automated responses, those reactions are not to the benefit of the flow of teaching and learning. They are not reactions that benefit a return of a student to the curriculum. They are often based in old habits or practices or ways of thinking that may have appeared to have served us well in the past, but what reactive classroom management strategies tend to do is they stop or they interrupt an episode of behaviour. They don't stop it permanently. So through the use of reactive classroom management, what we often achieve is the need for a high repetition of interactions with the same students over similar behaviours. So in essence, reactive strategies haven't worked because while we have interrupted that moment in that behaviour, we haven't changed the student's behaviour. Now, will students all change? Absolutely not because humans don't. Only over Christmas, I got a speeding ticket. Now I'm 50 years of age and do I know not to speed? Absolutely. Do I know what the road rules are? Absolutely I do, yet I still got a speeding ticket. It is human behaviour to push boundaries. So students will consistently in our classrooms present with behaviours that we need to manage. So I'm not saying that in our armoury we get rid of classroom behaviour management. What we want to do is reduce the need for it and that comes through proactive strategies. So let's go back to what we talked about a minute ago. Proactive classroom strategies are about classroom organisation. They are about routines and these are set up through that step process of expectations with reinforcement. Expectations that are only stated and never interactions are made around those with students will not change your classroom either. Just saying it is not enough. We need to model the values that we want to see in our classroom and we need to, with high fidelity and high frequency, interact with students that are meeting those expectations. So proactive classrooms are about classrooms that are highly organised, teachers know what they want within their classrooms and we are using strategies to prevent 
the likeliness of problem behaviours occurring. So let's talk about some things that we can do in our classrooms. These are evidence-based practices that have come straight from my research in my PhD with the University of Southern Queensland. When we talk about proactive classroom strategies, we are placing an emphasis on learning first. The instructional time is paramount, along with the academic engagement in which we are providing time for all students to attend to learning. Classrooms in which students engage in high rates of unruly behaviours are associated, the research shows this, there's a plethora of studies around this, they are associated with far less instructional time and there is less academic engagement by students. Therefore, teachers who are able to bring all students into the learning and reduce those levels of disruption are more likely to have productive teaching and learning environments. Effective instructional strategies will always be critical for good learning environments and a reduction in disruptive behaviours. So one of the first keys to looking at productive teaching and learning around proactive classroom strategies is that organisation of your instructional content and your curriculum delivery. What are you teaching? How are you achieving it? And quite honestly, one of the questions I always say in my workshop, where is the fun? Not just for the students, but for you also. So there's a few classroom management strategies that certainly fall into that proactive field. And let's have a look at them today. Stating our expectations with high frequencies. These can be things that are posted. We can have visual reminders. They can be taught. They should be reviewed with very high frequency and they should be known by every student. So if you say to me that you have three expectations around behaviour in your classroom, here's a note of interest for me. If I came to your classroom and without you prompting, without any pre-warning, and I asked your students, tell me what Mrs Smith's rules are in class when you're learning. What are the behaviour expectations? What would they write down? Would they be consistent? A nice little way to test that is give your kids a sheet of paper and ask them, no pre-teaching, no preempting. just ask them, write down what's expected of you behaviourally in my classroom. Nice way is to take it home and see what that consistency looks like. The next thing is have a very strategic way to establish positive relationships with every student in your classroom. This is teachers intentionally reaching out and connecting with every student. Because if we don't know, and I always talk about know the child, teach the student. So if we don't know the child that we are working with, we're going to have much more difficulty reaching them in an environment of teaching and learning to teach the student. Simply knowing every child's name is not enough. This goes beyond being able to call. And I have been in schools and done observations where in week six of a term, Teachers will say, Carolyn, I've only had them for eight lessons. I still don't know their names. I'm sorry, not good enough. This is about, firstly, make sure you do know your students' names, but then what do you know about the child that is the student with whom you teach? Do you know what? Organise a productive classroom. You should have easy routines, ways that kids come in and out of the classroom, minimal ways to gain attention, optimal seating arrangements. And I always talk about what's your tracking pattern in a classroom. Imagine you've got a GPS tracker on. Seat and situate students where you are likely to move with freedom and ease because it will reduce your cognitive load. Limit distractions. And here's one of my NSSM moments. No 
sugar Sherlock moment, often we as the teacher are the biggest distractor. In a proactive classroom that's for productive teaching and learning, how often do teachers interrupt the flow of learning? Almost never. They set expectations, they reinforce through interactions what they want to see, and they reduce the public nature around behaviour conversations. Another nice way, have positive greetings at the door. Instantly, before we start a class, be there. Be there at the gate when students come in. Transitions are taught and very well managed. And again, using ERR, state what you want in a transition, interact with students who are meeting it, and reduce the public footprint for those that are not. Independent seat work is limited and it's only used for skill, fluency, for practice and managed effectively when you are using it. Don't limit students to sitting and writing copious notes. Where is the engagement? Where is the fun? Make sure that you have great communication with all students. When we do reprimand or we have corrective statements, can you deliver them in a reduced public nature? ERR. Set expectations, reinforce, reduce. So that's just a few ways that we can set up a proactive classroom using strategies to reduce the need for classroom behaviour management. Make sure you join us on our next episode and we will cover a few more strategies and tips on how to enhance that proactive teaching and learning environment. That's all for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit carolineblackley.com and join our growing community of international educators. Music.